These people are trying to kill us. I know, Dad. This is a new experience for me. Happens to me all the time. That's right. We watched Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 How have you not seen Everyone to the movie gap officially happy new year thanks for joining us in this beautiful 2021 i'm your host chase austin and as always my dad who's only 12 years older than me bryce perkins what's up hey hey it. there we go oh <laughs> uh, nice and clear get on it bryce yes i see you do it again you're gone that's it Welcome. This is the first episode of the new year. Love us some new cruise drops. Yeah, you gotta love that. Uh, As so, we're doing it big. We got uh, everybody besides Bryce, loser, uh, was on Comedy Sports Houston today. It's a Houston Comedy Sports Houston reunion special. Oh yeah, it's uh, myself and then of course uh, fan favorites Scott White, Ed Ball, and Miguel Baby Sanchez. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. So um, we are doing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, now, Scott, you want to tell us how how uh, this one got picked for being the one that all of us were on, or that all three of y'all were okay, on? Okay, so uh, I had uh, I had Ed and Miguel on my podcast, the Dan Aykroyd podcast. And we all did uh, Temple of Doom. And I know that you and Bryce had had also done Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, Chase, you, myself, and Ed, we were all Indiana Jones fans. And Bryce and Miguel were new to Indiana Jones. I know Bryce was. So we thought, so, yes, and Miguel was new to Indiana Jones when we did our podcast. Okay. And he had never seen The Last Crusade. And, and Eddie and I were like, you got to see Last Crusade. It's, he, it, Miguel really enjoyed Temple of Doom. And Eddie and I both agreed that Last Crusade was, if not as good, better than Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. And then when I saw that you guys did it, I figured that this would be the best extravaganza. So you get three people who are familiar with the series and two people who are not familiar with the series. So we get you know, different points of view from everybody, uh, from, from different people, you know, from watching this at different times in their lives. It's a mix and match free for all. Yeah. And I know that, uh, Scott, you've been trying to get, uh, an episode with all of us from, uh, old timey comedy sports on for a while too. So this was perfect timing. All right. Well, Well, um, well, wait a second. We didn't, we didn't really discuss this, but Scott, you could easily use this episode for your own podcast as well. Just it edit in your Aykroyd. own theme song. It doesn't have a Dan Aykroyd oh. connection. Oh, 
Nope, never mind. <laughs> when you do a Harrison Ford <laughs> podcast or a Sean Connery <laughs> podcast, you can I'll do that. use this episode then. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So um, before we get started, let's go around the horn here. Bryce, how yeah. you been? I'm doing great, man. I'm feeling good in 2021. I got new... Uh, uh, my perfume, my fragrance line is, uh, really, I got really exciting things coming up with my, uh, fragrance line. I've teamed up with, I don't want to give too much away. I've teamed up with, um, uh, Pfizer for a few things. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going really well. <laughs> All right. It's good. I got really exciting news. Good. Good. Uh, coming, right. coming. uh, Miguel, I see that you're up on our screen. How have you been? Oh, man? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. I'm on vacation. I'm having a good old time. Oh, Nice. Where are you at? Just sitting in my car <laughs> doing a podcast so I don't wake up my kid. <laughs> it's like it's like I, I saw the on the Dad news. Pod. I saw the news there was some right. guy in New York who got trapped in his car for like four hours or something after the snowplow came through and dumped like what? twelve feet of snow. Was this on this his was car. a long time ago, right? Mm. Yes. This it was, was like, like a, a month like a, ago. Okay. Yeah. Relative. You're right. Time yeah. is relative. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is definitely after the new year. Gotcha. Yeah. But uh all right. Well good to see you, Miguel. Glad you uh took time out of your vacation and your resting to uh to join us comfortably in your car. <laughs> Just stretch out right here. <laughs> Did, Hell yeah. Now I, I really hope that you watched this movie on your phone in your car. <laughs> I've been here all morning. Just <laughs> ready catching up. <laughs> I, I, I haven't even turned on the car. <laughs> he just pulled up in front of the uh like the the Starbucks to get the free Wi-Fi to watch That's it. watch the movie on his phone. <laughs> yep. All I'm right. A in and out. <laughs> All right. Uh Ed, you are hey. you are probably the uh one of the biggest Indiana Jones fans I know. So, uh um, Yeah, huge indie fan. Glad to have you here. I think I've seen you be Indiana Jones for Halloween several times. I think I won an award the last time I was dressed up as Indiana Jones. Yeah, that was what, um, like 10 years ago? Shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, when we were really excited for that fourth movie that we don't speak about. I gotta say, the fourth movie gets a lot of shit, uh, rightfully so, uh. but the Harrison Ford part of it, <laughs> he's dead on still Indiana Jones. I will say oh, that. Oh, for but, sure. But yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking it's, bad. It's rough. It's a rough riot. Yeah. But uh, how have you been, man? How was your Christmas? Everything like that? It was good. I got it. Everything I wanted for Christmas. Can't complain about that. Did you like um, my? Did you like the gift I sent you? Bryce, I'm enjoying it right now. You can't see it on screen, but that's probably for the better. <laughs> got to keep this. Yeah, it's PG. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I can't show my ass on YouTube. <laughs> well, well, yeah, hey, you're right. Way, way to get, a, get um, an organic plugin. We are now on YouTube. If you don't know, so speaking of plugins, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or plugs, I guess. There we go. Yeah, the old Bryce plugin. Yep. All right, uh, organic. Yeah, so anyway, that's good. <laughs> How else was your Christmas, Ed? How else was it? Uh, great. Like, like I said, it was, uh, it's nice to be in the new year. Sounds like right. you had a big Christmas. Ooh. So, uh, Scott. <laughs> Scott, how have you been? Classic Chaz. I just realized that we're on YouTube. I could actually show my ass now, and you guys would have to black bar it. That was- <laughs> we'll put, do a vertical black bar across the crack. 
or <laughs> well, someone someone would have to watch it and report it before that happens. <laughs> nah, that's so, true. So yeah, we not. could literally <laughs> just be swinging our dicks around, and we would yeah. never, no one would ever know. As long as, long no as one, we don't ever no play, as long as we don't play any Joe Pesci music, <laughs> YouTube right, doesn't yeah, care. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, this is coming out uh, on the news that Indiana uh, Indiana Jones Five has received the green light. Yeah. So that's going ahead. Is that real? Yeah. I mean, that's been oh, yes, that's that been is real. Works. It's been in the works for a long time. Why does Harrison is Harrison Ford in it? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yeah. When they when when Lucas and and Spielberg originally came up with the idea for Indiana Jones, uh, they wanted it to be like their Bond. Yeah. Specifically, Lucas, where it was going to be. You know, just a bunch of adventures about this guy, but it would be played by different people down the line. Yeah. And then it became, you know, iconic with Harrison Ford that they couldn't do that. And so, like, he's got to be time. in it. But nobody wants to see it. I mean, it's... You, know? t- it's, you want to see fucking how- Chris Pratt play Indiana Jones? Well, you know. Uh, or you Oscar know? Isaacs. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't that be some shit? Yeah, no. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You know? What about no, me? It would probably be Timothy well, why Chalamet. Why don't I Put Timothy Chalamet. Look how bad uh, you know. Nobody saw, nobody saw Solo when somebody else played yeah. Solo other yeah, than Harrison Ford. I mean, true. you just can't really. There's certain roles you can't. You can't. Yeah, Indiana Jones and Han Solo. Those are Harrison yeah. Ford. I mean, they they did. Yeah, uh, you, can't, yeah you can't print out. Harrison Ford became Jack Ryan after Alec Baldwin, but then uh, Ben Affleck became Jack Ryan after Harrison Ford, and now it's uh, Jim from The Office. So that, that's well, a wait a second. That, wait a second. Around. So you said they but wasn't there. Are you? You go ahead, Scott. Between Ben Affleck, I'm sorry. This is got a got a Between delay. Ben Affleck and the guy from The Office, there was a Chris Pine. I believe there was a Chris right. Pine. Oh, there yeah. was. Yeah, yeah that was right. a movie. Which one was yeah. that? What was that it one was called? Cool Jack I can't Ryan. remember the name. Oh, yeah. it was just Jack. It Ryan? was cool Jack Ryan. Oh, yeah. I, I do like I do like Chris Pine. Did you know he could sing? Because he really wants you to know that. Um, <laughs> Does he? Is he doing music now too? <laughs> no, but he just like for some reason I just every time I see Chris Pine I'm like, why does he always try to sing and stuff like oh, on SNL? Does. Like all of his sketches were him singing. It's like we get it, dude. Oh. You're a triple fucking threat. <laughs> all right, <laughs> calm down. But well, no, seems, at least he's not. He at least he's not going the Jeremy Renner. But you know, more <laughs> more power to Renner though for yeah. for doing that. But um, anyway, so the thing about Bond though, about Lucas wanting this to be their Bond, yeah, they got the Bond, yeah, and that to was play the, his father. That was the first choice. It was always going to be. But see, uh, here's the him, thing. But, here's the thing. Yeah, the, it's a testament. We just realized or discussed that it's a testament to Harrison Ford that. They decided no one could replace him. Yeah, but Connery was replaced many times, and he was the original Bond. So, how do you think he feels about that? Well, Connery was replaced. Probably and pretty then, shitty. Connery was replaced and then came back to Bond. He did. Yeah, for one, right, Ed? Do I have that right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, was it? Whoa. Was that never one? say never again? Yeah, with Lazenby. He, uh, yeah, yeah, he retired, and he was pretty over the whole. Like he had like a beef with the producers of James Bond, so like he was really phoning it in towards the end. And then yeah, what twenty? Not even twenty years later, they brought him back for a movie that's not considered canon. 
uh, in the actual franchise. Oh, well, then that, then it doesn't count. Oh, right. it counts. But he oh, was still God. playing James Bond, and it was essentially the same plot as Thunderball, but uh, apparently a little bit more faithful to the book, but yeah, I haven't yeah. read it. But, oh, uh, and then there's also um, The Rock, which he may or may not have been James Bond in that movie. If you watch it, Watch it again. And oh, be like, yeah. oh, you know what? He could mm. very well Sounds be James like a Bond. fan theory to me. It is. I'm going to pass. It is. Hey, you're, you're a fan of fan theories now. You had uh, your own with uh, Speed and Dumb and Dumber. I'm a fan of my own fucking fan theories, okay? Uh, I love Speed. That, that movie really That's changed all I have my to say life. About that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that, is, that is. But see, I came up with that fan theory. Nobody else. I did. Okay. So that's yeah. why it's good. Okay. So. All right. Well, okay. uh, let's get oh, into wow. it. Um, y'all, you guys ready? Yeah, let's do yes. it. Yes, <laughs> let's gotta, do it. Let's go. You gotta love. Sorry, uh, I thought we were going for a comedy sports. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is all together know. in unison with our fists pumped. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> yes, yes, Again? yes, Sorry. yes. <laughs> the lag is so good. We don't, we don't, we, we didn't really, we don't really do that at station. So, anyway, um. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, yeah, uh, sure I was in, I was in comedy sports twice. high school. Comedy sports high school. High school league, yeah. So with you guys, except for Scott. So I'm, I'm a yes. comedy sports guy too. Miguel All right. coached high school league. Wow, he took, it, we... he took it to another step. <laughs> Why are we measuring Just, our improv dicks? Can we go? Can we go back to Indiana? Jones. So Harrison Ford famously got his start doing the Groundlings <laughs> in uh, L.A., where George Lucas saw him. Anyway, no, let's go. All Come right, on, I'm, I got notes, dude. I was not expecting to take notes, but there was a lot about this movie that I just had to fucking yeah. write down. Okay, well, so uh, obviously I've <laughs> grown up with this movie, and you've grown up with this movie, Scott. Uh, yep. What was your connection with the Indiana Jones? You were very much alive when this came out. I was. Three. I saw this. I saw this in the theaters. That came out weird. Yeah. Uh, how was I, was I saw this in the theaters? And I was on a. This is. I was on a date, and um, when I saw this, and the girl I was with, which made me think she didn't know who Adolf Hitler was in the movie. She didn't. She. That's how it was like. Uh, we that scene came up and she really she didn't really place that it was in the past and oh. she didn't know who she's like who's who's that I go that's Adolf Hitler World War Two and she was just sort of oh yeah okay. so she knew who Adolf Hitler was she just didn't realize that was a guy playing Adolf Hitler I you know what she might the way I said it it's like that's Adolf Hitler dumbass you know and she, oh so that you know when somebody gives you an answer and they give them that tone like you don't know that and you're, oh yeah yeah of course that's uh, <laughs> um, oh yeah that Adolf Hitler wow Adolf uh, where's the Dolph Hitler no no that's <laughs> what? well I'm interested. <laughs> uh so uh M bryce and miguel was this your first time watching it yeah, yes that's what we we're getting to so uh uh miguel why don't we go to oh, you yeah. first and uh why is it that you haven't seen it like is uh is the indiana jones th thing just like something that just slipped through the cracks for you or 
Were you never interested in that kind of stuff? I know Bryce <laughs> Bryce doesn't like movies about digging in sand, which is why he stayed <laughs> away from it for so long. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, yeah, no, it's kind of what you said. It just kind of slipped through the cracks. Um, I was not really a super big. Obviously, like I wasn't around when Indiana Jones came out. And so by the time that I was you know, old enough to like watch them, I was just kind of like, oh, those old movies. I don't really they're probably not that good anyway. They don't hold up or something. And so I just never really gave it a chance. Uh, but after watching the the last two movies, you know, I was really looking forward to this one. And uh, I just finished watching it this morning. And it was uh, uh, surprisingly very good for a third uh, the, the end of a trilogy. Yeah. So, uh, so you have you watched all three of these in the in the past year? Did you watch the first one to get ready for the other podcast? Yeah. So I didn't have to watch the first one, but I did. I watched uh-huh. it just to get like, some context to it, so I can understand the second one better. And then I watched the second one, obviously. And then, so yeah, in one year now, I've caught up to the main Indiana Jones, you know, fan base. I'm yeah. into it. Cool. Yeah. So. Um, I uh, am now interested, Bryce. It has been, I guess we did the first Indiana Jones like two years ago. Right. So uh, it took you three years to watch them all. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you were waiting on us doing them. And I'm glad, right. that, I'm glad that we did it. Even though this uh, is totally after the 31st, I did notice when I started playing it on Netflix last night that it said, watch this movie before December 31st because it's gone. So, oh really? Yeah. Did it? Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's gonna be wow, off of Netflix. Thing, yeah. Well, it is January now, but um, it's a good thing that we yeah. were able to. It's also that. a good thing that like everybody besides you and Miguel has seen these fucking movies, right? Yeah. So, but um, yeah. So why uh, is there any other reason besides that you just hadn't seen the first two that you hadn't seen this one? Nope, that was it. Why right. watch the third if I yeah. hadn't seen the first two? But That's fair. <laughs> now it was time. It you was tried. You time. tried to skip movies in the Marvel thing, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I got to go back." Yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, thanks to your poor guidance, by the way. You well, were like, "Don't worry, you, you don't need to watch." A, these. I thought you had a, like a knowledge base, a general knowledge base of superheroes. I was, I was wrong, and I apologized. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Love that. <laughs> um. So, so, uh, so let's get into the notes here. Okay. We well, um, I did not know River Phoenix was in this. Whoa. I, yes. Right from the beginning. That's the big. Oh, the, I totally, totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Big whammy right there. Okay. So I have a couple notes about River Phoenix's appearance here. Okay. First of all, you know, we did stand by me. We did. He's obviously a kid with natural talent and he does great being young Indy in this one. However, uh, costuming department. It's nineteen twelve. Why does he look like he has hair from the nineties? He's about to sing for a grunge band. I don't <laughs> think so. I, I don't say, fucking think so. That's why you don't win the Oscar. It's for the fucking uh, <laughs> little details. It's the little details like that. <laughs> he he looked like he fucking looked like he was about to be fucking Johnny Depp and was eating Gilbert Grape, and he's supposed to be nineteen twelve Boy Scout. I don't think so. He would have had a fucking shaved head, maybe a little curly mustache. You know, something from the twenties. Well, I will 12s. say, I will say, there was a lot of little parts in, uh, in that uh, sequence, in that young indie sequence, where I was like, "Wow, he's really good at doing like the little Harrison Ford things." Dude, he like, was, yeah. Where he, when he pulled the snake off, he goes, "It's a snake." And yeah, it, it was just like what how Harrison would have said it, like you know, before Indy was afraid of snakes. Now, did you like? <laughs> this was uh, watching that whole sequence. Is like, I know Bryce loves River Phoenix. Yeah, I wonder if he's gonna hate this sequence because it very much was. This is how all dude. These the, it was happen. really bad. the the 
the, the writing was it was so cheesy but look it was fun mm-hmm. and it was so spielberg and so lucas i mean you know i can you can fault it all you want and say like it's so cheesy and predictable but that was their mo uh, especially at that time especially for a third movie you know especially with fucking lucas you know how he loves to ham it up on the third movie yeah return of the jedi now so you know when he gave him his hat i was like yeah i saw that coming from a mile away you know but river phoenix you know it's great to see him r.i.p man but again he shouldn't be looking like he's the lead singer of blind melon you know what i'm saying well he should have had when, a shorter I, hair so i watched this one with my wife again and uh the whole time during that sequence she was just like god Leo DiCaprio really was trying to be River Phoenix when he came out. He's like, he looks just like him. He's a star child, man. There's just something yeah. about him. You know, he really, he really had that uh, quality, and he's super talented, man. He did, he did a really good job of picking up on on Ford's um, little uh, things. You know, like what you said. I mean, when he said it's a snake and he threw it off, yeah, on the fat kid, that that was uh, and that's before so he got good. that's before he got his fear because he got exactly. his fear after right he fell after in. he fell yeah. into the thing. But it was exactly like how Harrison Ford yeah. would say it. And there was something, there was something when he, uh, like at the beginning when he's like running down into the crevasse or whatever, and he says something to the kid that's following him, and it was very like Harrison Ford cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's just like a yeah. Harrison Ford move. Like just yeah. the way he moved. Because obviously most of Harrison Ford stuff is not how he talks. Let's be honest. Right. Exactly. You are correct with that. Yeah. It's just his presence. It's the presence. So. Well, but, and his whole, like, you know, he did really good at having that, you know, showing that Indy always had that conviction of doing yeah. what was right for the, you know, the love of the artifact and not the... It belongs in a museum. Right, right. And, because you know, that is what but it was, archaeology it was, is all about. It was a pleasant surprise. Uh, anybody else got, got something to say about River Phoenix? You say it to my face! <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you got anything to say? Well, I was going to say, did you catch the name of the guy who gave him the hat? If you had the subtitles on, it says it, but it's also in the credits. I did have the subtitles on. I was too busy noticing that one of the late, uh, one of the uh, people's real names was Allison Duty. Yeah, that yeah. is, uh, dude. That is uh, the main girl. You want to talk about change your name, you know, for Hollywood? <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was too busy focusing on that because I have a, the mind of well, a five-year-old. His, his name is Fedora. He's credited as Fedora, and in the oh yeah. In oh, the original boy. script, though, his name is Abner Ravenwood, oh. and he is oh. he is Marion's uh, dad from the first movie, oh. and that like because in the first movie he talks about her dad being a mentor to him, yeah, and then uh, I think they touch on it a little bit in Crystal Skull too, oh, but, but yeah, he, so that was so then him. he comes back, but he's not really a mentor, but he kind of is, even though he ends up killing him, and he he didn't kill him, well, you know, he wasn't part of that, of. he was just. No, that was the the guy he gave the cross to. That's not where he got the fedora. Yeah, he got oh. the fedora from uh hello small man. He got the fedora from Marion's dad. Yeah. But then in the future, it was Marion's dad and he goes, "This is the second time I've had to take this nope. from you." That was the guy that was paying him for the cross. That was the bad guy. Yeah, you see him a few times in that chase sequence like when they finally catch up to Indy at his house with yeah, his dad. I, yeah. yeah. Um you see like the guys run the cross out to him and he's in the car 
And oh, I, I guess it's the white. It's his. It's his white hat and his white clothes that are, I guess yeah. he indicates it. Oh. You don't get properly introduced to him, but uh, he's he's the guy in charge. Oh, so I see. Oh, okay. Um, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. So he's oh, the bad guy. Yeah. So Marion's dad is just an adventurer. Gotcha. He's not. I, mean, I liked yeah. that. He, you know, he saw him, but you know. Yep. Calling him Fedora. Anyway, so what? What? Uh, what else you got, Bryce? I don't know. Did anyone else have anything to say about River Phoenix? I do know that he died on October 31st. That's true. And guess who else died on October 31st this year? Oh, it wasn't Houdini then. Sean Connery. (laughs) They both died on Halloween night. Isn't that weird? Yes. But didn't Houdini die on didn't Houdini die on October 31st as well? Yeah, but he's not in this movie. (laughs) That would be. (laughs) Or is he? Or is he? Exactly. <laughs> Whose who's magic tricks do you think those were yeah. in that? Oh, speaking of that, the, I, the did you catch the name of the, the, the magic car? It was called the Magic Caboose. Did you catch that? No. Oh, I was just going to say that's also my street name. So anyway, <laughs> um, keep going. I, uh, I mentioned this when so I was on Scott's I'm podcast. S- Hang on, sorry, sorry. I mentioned this on Scott's podcast that like I get really like so like invested into these movies and like I really get uh just like unbelievably like I let I let go of my sense of unbelievable whatever that phrase is. Suspension of disbelief. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I buy into shit pretty easily, I guess, with Indiana Jones. But in the beginning here, when he jumped into that box, I was like, this motherfucker. He just jumped into this box. This human-sized box, like of course he's in there. This guy's gonna find him right away, and then he opens it up and it flies. I was like, "Whoa, he's gone!" <laughs> oh man, I just felt like a total idiot to be a fly on the wall of the Starbucks that he's out in front of. I know people yeah. saw him see that moment. <laughs> I was, uh, I was super into it. Yeah, it was no. lit. Yeah, it I was mean, lit. And, and you're exactly right. Like that is how these movies are the supposed vibe. to be. Uh, you know, you just yeah. watch it. You're like, I'm in for this ride, you know. And if if that box freaks you out because you're like, holy shit, that is they're they're doing their job, you know. Yeah, I just was I wasn't expecting it, and it was a really <laughs> cool shot when they pan to the back, and then he's like running down the track. Yeah. Almost as though he just all the I was like he just teleported there almost. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was super cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! All right, move it on. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, did that without a cut. Yeah. It was all one shot. Yeah. The pan over? The pan oh, over. Wow. Yeah. Oh, nice. You can kind of tell because he kind yeah. of just barely misses it. He's like, you kind of see him run onto the track. Yeah. As opposed to being like right on, on the track. Bay. Yeah. Oh, cool. It was a pretty cool shot. Yeah, that's awesome. And there's uh, a lot well, of, you know, Spielberg, great, baby. Yeah, that's Spielberg for you. There's so many great shots like that in, in this film. It's, you know, classic Spielberg. So, um,. All right. Well, anybody else got anything to say? No. That's why we're all looking I- at you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. Well, I like uh, about the start of the movie. I'd like to when we did uh, when Temple of Doom, the opening credits are very showy. It's that anything goes, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the credit. So so that movie it started with a very lighthearted uh, credit sequence. And Temple of Doom turned out to be a rather dark movie. Mm. And this one started off with very somber. They, they were this very simple and very somber 
and very serious credits. The, you know, Harrison Ford, you know, uh, Last Crusade. There was nothing really showy about the credits. But this movie was very much more lighthearted uh, than the previous movie. This one had a lot more humor, a lot more lightheartedness in it. For yeah, sure. So yeah. I, I, just, I found it really interesting, the contradiction of the credits from the previous movie and this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point. Um, and uh, also, no short round in this movie. No. Bring me on to my, my next, which is... Um, well, how could there be? Because there wasn't in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Raiders of the Lost Ark was after Tibble of Doom. Oh, Temple okay, of Doom. Yeah, so that chronologically. Okay, so then this is after that one, even. Yeah. All right. Um, what was it like? Do you have any stories, or does anybody have any know any uh, know of any stories about how uh, Harrison Ford and Sean Connery got along working with each other? I mean, I. I didn't read anything that they were not friends or anything, but do you know, do you know anything about that? Ed uh, or, no, Scott? I always, or Scott, whenever they, or at least when Harrison Ford has spoken about it, they, he reflects on it fondly. Yeah. No, that's good. I think, I think they both acknowledge the fact that they were not that far apart in age at the time. Yeah. But, um, other than that, I, I, I believe everybody had a good time. I know that they, it's sort of like the. Go ahead, Scott. It's oh, it's sort of like the Hamlet with Glenn Close and uh, Mel Gibson, because she was only like ten or twelve years older than him when they did that movie, and she played his mother. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but one story I remember that came out uh, the when they were there was a scene they were in the desert, and during takes. Uh, Sean Connery took his pants off, so yeah. just to, because it was so hot. Yeah, well, it was in the and uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford just followed suit. He's like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." <laughs> so, so yeah, that was like it was so hot. So it's just like Harrison Ford and Sean Connery are just standing there in their underwear because they just took their pants off because yeah, it's out of frame. <laughs> yeah, I read that. But, yes, because uh, it was I out know, of frame. Yeah, I know that they they there was a couple of things where they had other opportunities to work together. Uh, obviously one of them was uh, Crystal Skull, but uh, Connery passed on that because he had already retired. Mm. And then um, Harrison Ford was supposed to be the Jack Ryan for um, uh, for Red October. And he passed on that. Oh, okay. And that went to Alec Baldwin. Oh. But, um, yeah, so like, but it wasn't ever because of one or the other. It was just they just never. I'm just wondering because the fir- that first scene together, which I'm sure, I mean, I don't really know, but it probably wasn't the first scene they actually taped together. But uh, the first scene in the movie together, it seemed a little like um, between the two of them, it seemed a little like uh, they hadn't really quite found their gel yet because it was two mega names. And whenever you get well, two mega names on the screen together, it's always like. All right. Are they going to try to one up each I mean, other? That's and... also called acting. They were supposed to be. Yeah, like, but you know what I mean. Not together. <laughs> yeah, they were. You know what I be... mean, though. Like they, it, it's like uh, it's just awkward because it's like they they know it's like they're um they know that they're two stars on the, the screen together. The scene when uh when Connery hits him over the head with the yeah, pipe, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pot. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought that seemed great. It's, I do no, know it is great, but I there I I sensed a little bit of awkwardness there on like mm. they didn't quite know they didn't quite have the chemistry of how they were going to work together yet. But again, I don't even know if that's the first time yeah. they shot together or what. But it's always with with two stars like that. So I was just wondering, like, is there any was there any uh I do you know, know that, intel on that how, they they hired how they uh, got along. They hired Tom Stoppard uh, to come in and rewrite all of the uh, Henry and Indy scenes uh, to make them like lighter and funnier with you know, but still have the you know the gap between them, but like not make it a yeah you know a dark movie about a father and son, but a more lighthearted mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he got like one hundred twenty thousand dollars, and then after the movie was a hit, he got like another million for having written it. Whoa! And Spielberg really? said that he wrote like every he rewrote like every line. Oh, between movie. them, yeah, from, um, specifically between them. Yeah, yeah. Wow. that's why it's all like funny and quick. Yeah, he's got yeah, that yeah. line about the the Marx Brothers in there. Right, which, uh, right. Like that has because there's something there's some story about uh, I think it was Harpo or one of the Marx Brothers had smuggled some paperwork out of oh yeah Germany yeah like some diary in real I life yeah, or in some real shit. life yeah. yeah. That's right. I did. I have it was uh, it was Harpo. Yeah, and he smuggled it out of Russia. It Russia. was it was out of Russia. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's just all that stuff. And Tom Stoppard, I don't know if you know who that is. He's a famous playwright. He wrote gotcha. uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That's one of my favorites. Ah, yes, but, I know very fondly that. Okay. <laughs> um, right up my alley, Chase. Um, like it. yeah, Gary so, Oldman. Tim so, Roth, it's great. The movie version. I see. Uh, it was nice to see Frank Zappa get some acting roles uh, in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm yeah. talking about. No, not not Frank Zappa. Yeah, I know. Uh, but Kazim, I, uh, uh, you know, th- all right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, these movies. The only thing that like really holds me back from enjoying these movies is that everything is so fucking convenient. You know, and I know I'm gonna seem I'm gonna seem like a crank, but uh, and you guys are gonna fire off against me here. What Miguel was saying, you gotta suspend the disbelief. Yeah, I just can't. I yeah, can't. You if you know if you don't like movies, then don't watch these movies. They these are, are yeah. I mean, Bryce made that point earlier about them being like super Spielbergy, and it's like yeah, these yeah. really are just like movies. Movies. They're they're right. great. And, uh, they're fun. They're beautiful, and they are convenient. Like things happen. In a way totally. that's like very written, yeah. you know, which is fine. Like, like, dude, like Harrison, you could you couldn't tell you were standing on an X. You had to go up the fucking flight of stairs. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. come on. Well, then when he so back, dramatic. He comes yeah. back down and it's gone. He comes back down later, and you don't see it. And yeah, it's like, what the fuck? When they're yeah. breaking that, I did notice that this time. I was like, where'd the X go? Yeah, but well, I thought that was when the it first broke. Thing I noticed. It was like this convenient little. Oh <laughs> yes, I can grab this and Pull lift it, it now. Yeah. I do. I do love the gag with the guy st- stamping the books. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And when it goes back and he just like sets it on the thing and he's just yeah, yeah. watching it. <laughs> it's good. I mean, it's all it's it's good fun. But I, you know, that's kind of the real shame for me is that I feel like I missed the boat on uh, truly being able to enjoy these, uh, you know, through the eyes of a child. You know, like uh, well, like Miguel, I like I did with Star Wars. Miguel doesn't have the eyes of a child, and he just watched it for no. the first time. He still loved I'm it. a grown adult. Yeah. <laughs> He has a child who he didn't even watch it with. Well, you know, 
but uh, I actually did. I did watch it with uh, him. Uh, I watched this movie with him, uh, and I felt like it was. I we talked about it on Scott's podcast. Like I wouldn't have let him watch the second one. Yeah, the second one's like terrifying. Yeah, I can yeah. see uh, But this one, beyond just a couple points, you know, towards the end. Uh, it's mostly just kind of like a fun adventure movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's, we had a great time. Yeah, it's chase after chase after chase. Like, I think there's like yeah. six or seven chase sequences in this film. A little bit on different things. But uh, how old is uh, is your son now, Miguel? He'll be he'll be two in March. So how like did it hold his attention at all, or was he totally totally the beginning when they were on the circus train? He was very into that because we're really into animals right now um, <laughs> uh, but no he was in general just was sitting with me just kind of like whoa uh um actually like big moments where someone was in danger he'd be like uh-oh like, yeah dude uh-oh i like it when you figure out that uh uh, Sean Connor, or that Henry and Indy both had sex with the same woman. He goes, "Uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not a good idea." He's like, "Right, Dad? Uh, no, right? No. <laughs> uh, no, hey, I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> no. uh, but no, yeah, we had a we had a great time. And uh, to talk about Sean Connery just a minute for uh, earlier, uh, you were talking about how they had that kind of awkward energy, and obviously, like it was what they were supposed. to to be like they haven't seen each other in a long time mm-hmm. but what i appreciated about sean connery in this film is that indiana jones was never cool to him you know yeah like everything he did it, sean, uh, his dad was just like okay boy whatever like it's not right. that big a deal with the exception of the death part like he was like oh this doesn't happen to me very often um and i just like that it kind of brought indiana down to another level you know what i mean it humbled him in his older age yeah uh, i think i, I like well, that too and, and the, he even makes the the comment of like i was a great dad i made you do everything <laughs> yourself yeah like you would be yeah. nothing if i like coddled you he's like or you could have been my dad you know it's like seeing the you know the cats of the cradle thing from both sides he goes you left totally. right when you got interesting <laughs> like when he became yeah. an adult he's like fuck you i don't want to be around you either dad he's like, you didn't even notice that i had yeah. that long 90s hair in 1912 you never made me cut it Anyway, Bryce. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, yeah. Ed, Ed. Well, Ed has a daughter. Did you watch this movie with your daughter, Ed? No, I didn't. Because you guys maybe feel bad about saying I would let my daughter watch Indiana Jones at the age of five. <laughs> uh, you guys five? Oh my fucking! Uh, well, the so, last one was terrifying. I mean, no, I watched. No. I watched that one when I was young too. Yeah, Temple of Doom is definitely the exception because it is like grisly and very traumatic. Uh, but no, I I just watched this in bed with Sarah last night. So I mean, that was uh, Lily. Sorry. Lily does hasn't met Indiana Jones yet, but I look forward to the day that she does. I, I yeah, I, I know that I watched these when I was very young. I mean, I was watching these and the Christopher Reeve Superman's. And because uh, like growing up, my favorite one was uh, Temple of Doom because it was like the most interesting one with the least amount of dialogue, I guess. It's just kind of, you know, but this one, I think this one's my favorite. It really is. There's a lot of great stuff in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, but this one is by far my favorite, I think. But yeah, it used to be Temple of Doom when I was like five because, you know, I like the monkey brains crap. Right. That makes sense. And I've never I've never really thought of Temple of Doom as being dark. 
because like even the scary stuff is well lit so like it didn't feel scary you know yeah. it felt kind of cartoony in a in a you know like a old serial well, kind of way on you a big boy taste yeah <laughs> I, re- <laughs> I remember getting scared uh, i mean not scared i guess <laughs> Just like the more grisly things, like um, the like when they were eating the in that movie, mm-hmm. bat freak. That was like that was intense. Like, why would anybody do? Um, and then, you know, you don't want to see your favorite hero get possessed by some dark magic. Like when Indy goes bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. Scary. Yeah. So. It's just like moments, and it's the overall tone, comparatively speaking. No, I mean, uh, I, I see it now, but just like as a kid, I never really saw it that it way. Was, I guess it wasn't, you know. The Temple it, of I, Doom was what go, felt more like the more adventurous one, mostly because it had any Nazis in it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was either Indians versus the Nazis, or here he is in like the middle of a jungle on an actual adventure. Uh, kind of like yeah what the opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark shows is like him running away from a concrete ball you know and going through all these traps Temple of Doom is full of that right and then he still gets to fight the big bad guys but it's like not related to the worldly issues it's more just like here's the next adventure kind of deal and then he also gets to use like a machete or a sword to fight people so who doesn't love that? Yeah. I don't know. I always liked the Nazi stuff when I was a kid, too. I, I never, was surprised I never, to see they went back to Nazis. Yeah. Well, and that was kind of like the reason that they made uh, Temple of Doom a sequel was because, I guess, I don't know if it was Spielberg or Lucas. I think it was Spielberg who was like, well, now that he's fighting the Nazis, he's got to always fight the Nazis. And I don't mean, I don't know why. Right. You know, like, there's. Right. I know Spielberg's got well, I, something. I remember about we were Nazis, well, where he's just like they're bad guys. We got to stop them. So that that okay, that brings up another point. But I do remember you when we were doing Temple of Doom. You you were talking about how um, they they set it they set Temple of Doom as a prequel so that they specifically so that it wouldn't be the Nazis again. Yeah, it wouldn't be the Nazis, and he wouldn't be cheating on Marion, which right, he's not which with Marion again. Right, so. which he ends up. You know, boofing the frow line, yeah. you know, but so, but they went back to Nazis this time, which you, I guess, were, are saying that it's, that's a Spielberg thing. It's a Spielberg yeah. fetish. Well, in, in fact, when, um, uh, Lucas pitched the third movie to, uh, Spielberg, his original, uh, idea was, it was Indiana Jones in a haunted house. It was going to be about going to like some haunted house or whatever. And Spielberg says, that you know, he just got done with Poltergeist. He didn't want to do another haunted house movie, but I think it was like, why? I'm not gonna do Indiana Jones in a fucking haunted house. Temple of Doom kind of is that. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, haunted temple. But, totally. yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I think this <laughs> yeah. was like he was gonna fight actual ghosts. Oh boy! Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, that boy. sounds terrible. It does. <laughs> but um, uh, I think they've turned it into a book too, because there's a whole bunch of Indiana Jones books. Yeah. Um. It kind of made me think watching this movie how, um, how like uh, things like Nazis and the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant are like dated now. But back then, that shit was like top notch of like the like of the interesting 
conspiratorial, you know, kind of like, oh, there's so much mystery behind this shit. Because um, this, it was kind of the only place where you could get um, uh, entertainment or ideas based off of that kind of subject matter. But I, I found myself watching this and thinking that, man, if this was 1995, this would be so much more exciting and interesting to me because the Holy Grail and all that kind of thing had so much more mystery to it. But now with the dawn of the internet and how like conspiracy theories are just whoo have taken off, uh-huh. this is like child's play type of uh, subject matter. You know, it's something I noticed that the, I guess, the, I mean, the evolution I, of subject matter in I entertainment. Feel like, I feel like in the eighties it was more uh, Russians than Nazis. I think the Nazis were uh, almost played out at this point, but this taking place in the forties yeah. or was this? No, this was World War Two, right? Yes, because Hitler was there. Yeah. Yeah. I, this I watched... was set in 19, 1938. Yeah. This movie was set in 1938. Yeah. Before the U.S. got into World War II. I watched this, and then I watched uh, the first Wonder Woman uh, last night, and so like I got confused on which wars I was in, because the other one was World War One, and this was World War Two. Yeah. It's just all, you know. Very confusing. I know what you're talking about. There's shipwrecks in both and stuff. Yeah, you, you get confused. I get that reference. I, you know, Gal Gadot. I don't know what Ford, that word means. They look the same to me. They look the same. Yeah, they are the same person. They both have a whip. <laughs> they do. They both have a whip, and they both like that whip. And Wonder Woman's lasso conveniently just like, oh, we lost track of it. Oh, but it's back. I noticed that a lot watching this. Yeah, it's just like like he'll be using the whip. And then, it, you know, it attaches to his dad, and then, you know, um, uh, what's his name, uh, J- John Reese davies capture like, takes his dad or whatever, but then later on, he's got his whip back, you know, like, there's some of that stuff where it's like, okay, we weren't really paying attention to where the whip was at all of these Oh, times. yeah, totally. And I thought that the last... Um, it's a very video game. I thought that the last... Um, you know, test before you get into the room with the Grail. Yeah, that's was a cop out. Going to be him having to. I thought it was going to be another oh, like whip, convenience whip. thing yeah. where it's like one can only cross if they have a whip. Well, the, a, the, whoosh, you the know, thing about swing across, the thing about know. those tests is that like that first one, they're all child's play too. Yeah, well, but that it's first like one, the, the most asinine fucking tests yeah, ever the first one is is bullshit because if you kneel you get killed by the other one right you had to kneel and yeah, roll. the bottom one yeah right. you had to kneel and roll and then then the second one is just you know hopscotch in yeah. latin and then yeah and then like yeah and then but then the like, third one how oh, do you not for good it starts with an eye yeah. oh, and then in the, in the third stupid. test how do you not like you don't have to have a full heart this there's a stone bridge there. There literally is an walk. invisible stone bridge. Yeah. You just, yeah. You have to have faith. No, no you, you just, just have, have to, to take walk. a step. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just like, don't, don't goose step off the bridge, like you said. But, Which is funny, because uh, uh, um, Connery says, or Henry says to uh, that Nazi guy, he's like, you can't goose step your way through this, or whatever. And then it cut to that Harrison Ford on that bridge, he straight up goose steps off the bridge and he's fine. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. It's good stuff. Okay. Well, speaking of, this is something, this is an inconsistency that has bothered me about this movie since it came out. It's the tank scene when he gets his bag caught on the turret of the tank. Yeah. And if you look at it, there's no possible way 
for that bag to get caught on the turret the way it does. Yeah, it's it impossible. It's 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 uh, it's slung over his shoulder, and then all the it it, it 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 just can't happen. And it's a little thing, but it just bothers me every time I watch this movie. It is impossible for that leather strap to get caught on the turret does. Yeah. And they do it through edit. And just watching that every time, it's like, that can't happen. Yeah. It's a, a little bit forced um, forced suspense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Manufactured suspense moment there. That didn't really need it. I mean, there's plenty oh, of other action to make it. I, I love it. Interesting. I think that's, that's a classic moment because that it gives that. What uh, is it? It's, it's a, a classic moment, dude. Right. But uh, he, you know, that whole tank fight scene with that uh, Nazi guy, uh, he, like, he just keeps getting the upper hand. Not being better than Indiana Jones. Oh, the the thing that always bothered me though is when he. Grinds Indy's face on the tight uh, oh, treads and like how the it fuck doesn't is murder him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is his face still intact? Even even oh, and then when, when fucking him. Sean Connery yeah, is riding on that hole, like oh, his whole back would have just been scraped off. Yeah. He would have rolled over, and his spine would have been. I mean, you do see him exposed. after his his like tweed jacket has a bunch of holes in it. But <laughs> that was it. Yeah, you know, but that's another. That's one of those things you, you can't. You know, it is not actually real life. You know, but it should be. Uh, speaking of real life, I I had my own, I got scared by Indiana Jones as a kid too, but not from watching the movie. I was uh, three years old, and and we did a family trip to Disney World, uh, and it was someone's bright idea to make the very first ride that we went on uh, the haunted mansion, mm-hmm. and so I went on it my little three-year-old ass and just basically cried my way through the entire ride to the point to where after that for the rest of the week i refused to go anywhere or do anything that anyone else wanted to do um i wouldn't even go into the convenience shops because they look too dark <laughs> you were afraid my dad told me yeah gonna pop out at you. yeah and so i remember sitting outside the indiana jones ride because with my dad because someone had to babysit me yeah Yeah. no or maybe it was i think it was the ride the ride is in uh universal no the ride is in california it's oh oh so then it was the show yeah the stunt shows in in florida i had to have my chaperone like someone had to stay with me because i refused (laughs) to go go. (laughs) refuse and just being outside and hearing the booms and the bangs and still crying my eyes out (laughs) So maybe my, that's why I didn't watch Indiana Jones. My wife said that uh, they used to go. Uh, her sister worked at uh, Disney World for a while, but when they used to go as kids, one time they went to the uh, Indiana Jones stunt show, and uh, her dad got picked to be one of the extras in the street scene. Cool. Yeah. So. Talking about Mister Mister Smith. Mister Smith. Cool. Yeah. Wow. So did he do it? Yeah. Well, I uh, can I ask what did anybody have a favorite? scene from the movie just one that you know I, when i watch movies like this if i feel it right here that's when the scene gets me did you ever have a scene what was your scene that got you right here oh um, hey, yo i i'm interested to know i don't know it's just uh i love um all the stuff between harrison ford and sean connery yeah. all like anything that's totally. that's an action sequence that's played for comedy because that is so 
hard to do in a lot of things where they do it's like very good action but there's still comic moments and neither one of them overplays it i don't think like it it yeah. still plays as funny and it still plays as dangerous you know what really and, surprised me uh, about this was i was not expecting sean like i in my mind sean connery is so serious i don't really watch a lot of sean connery yeah. movies but in my mind he's very serious very dramatic actor he commands presence blah 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 so in these moments when you're talking about there being comedy it's surprising how much of that is sean connery uh actually like kind of goofing around uh but he's really nailing these beats like it's not like he just stumbled into them being funny like you can tell he's like actually like plotted them out or whatever yeah, he's and very just, dorky. Like, it's great. Yeah, the character he's playing is so believable. And because I had this other idea of him, it just, like, kind of was very refreshing to watch this movie and see kind of where Indiana gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I, the uh, 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 An event specifically is the... Uh, in the tank when he he bit like the guy drops the gun down and he first of all he bends down and looks eye level at the gun which is weird uh -huh. and he picks it up and then he's fighting with that german over the gun but ends up grabbing his pen and squirting the german i was like that is so indie like that is such an indie move yeah. like being that resourceful but in a dorky way you know i kind of noticed that he was um kind of playing the batman role where like he He'll do whatever he can to get out of the situation, but he won't kill, you know. Well, he definitely um, he definitely killed everyone on that truck when he shot it with that mortar. Oh yeah. yeah. But he did goes he, he that, When was that? That was in the tank. After he kills the Nazi in the tank. He did that? Yeah. Oh. Because uh, oh, uh never. well there goes that. Marcus theory. Marcus goes, Ah, the pin is mightier. And he goes, Yeah, yeah. and he grabs the gun and just shoots and it oh, blows he up did. the whole oh, I missed thing. That. But uh I do love that moment in uh when they when he's rescuing him from the the castle and those three nazis come in and indy just like shoots them all and he just yeah and he's can't like believe what did he goes, you do what? how did you just do yeah that? like why did you? yeah like, they were that, gonna kill us that actually was a great moment uh i thought that was really cool because i kind of noticed that too i was like damn indy you just fucking straight <laughs> murdered these yeah, motherfuckers you don't, you don't ever think about dad. it because you're like well they're fucking nazis right. this is an adventure movie yeah. but like his dad is like Hasn't seen him yeah, in 20 exactly. years. And he's like, what the fuck? Why? You just killed all these people. <laughs> and that's you the know? least of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that scene, I, I really love the scene in the boathouse where Indy unties the boat and his dad like throws him the, yeah. the suitcase. He throws him back. He's like, what are we doing? Yeah, he's yeah, totally yeah. confused. Right, right. There's just a lot of that that uh, stuff. And then when Indy is, uh, I get there, in that moment where they're being hunted down by that last uh, airplane on the beach. Yeah, and he looks at his gun. He's got no bullets left, and he's just like, "We're fucking dead. This is how I die. Uh, I found my dad, and we're gonna die here." And his yeah. dad just goes and uses the umbrella to scare up all the geese. Yeah, or whatever. And it, like he looks at his dad, just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, like oh, speaking of that, uh, Steven Spielberg hates animals because all this movie was was just mass murder of, of animals flocks of and groups of animals he burns entire fucking generations of rats, rats? in the beginning yeah. kills all those fucking geese <laughs> he just he just has a fantasy i'm i'm convinced he has a fantasy of just you know mass groups of animals well, dying the at last once. the last movie they ate a bunch of snakes and monkey yeah, brains right. and yeah exactly yeah. did he direct all three of these yeah wow all four but he's oh, not directing boy. the fifth one. Woof. He's oh, just an EP. So. Well, the, what was uh, Ed? What was your favorite scene? Did you have? 
I I like the the castle scene uh, where they're like going back and forth on the secret fireplace. Yes, rotation of that. I mean, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like it's very like you couldn't really get away with that anymore because people would just be like, "Oh, that's so cliche" or whatever. But they rock it. Like, yeah, I... Harrison. Yeah. Go ahead. It's great. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Uh, uh, I like you guys. This isn't this isn't by any means my favorite scene, but I definitely wanted to speak up when you guys were trash talking the uh, the X finding X marks the spot. Go for it. Cause I love I, it. That shot where the camera follows them up the spiraling staircase and then like reveals it. You know, it's all part of the adventure movie, yeah. man. It's, oh yeah, I know. Like, and sure, it was a guff when the X suddenly disappears, but whatever. Um, oh. I also like the interactions between uh, Marcus and uh, uh, what's Sala? John Wright's name? Sala. Sorry, Sala. Sala. I, I like the interactions between him, like when Sala's trying to save him in the market from the. Nazi yeah. spies. Huh. And then Run. Run. Yeah. <laughs> truck drives off. Yeah. That's a great. But, uh, and then the classic, like the ultimate, and what kind of like sealed this off as a trilogy before they ruined it with the fourth one was all of them riding off into the sunset at the end. And you know like, where that was filmed? Yeah. Uh, that sunset shot, like just the actual riding off of the Tatooine. Sunset. No, it was oh. filmed in Lubbock. Wow, cool. yeah, that was the only place he could get like a full oh, yeah, wide, a plane. Yeah, yeah, just like nothing on but the, the side. fucking plane, baby. Yeah, cool. Man. But I was gonna say about the the X marks of spot scene is you're exactly right. It's very like it is such a cool moving shot. Like this whole movie yeah, it's, makes it's you Spielberg. feel because of the way it's shot. And I love how. Uh, when we see, like, before that scene, we see Indy in uh, his non-element as a professor, and he's teaching, and he goes, this is archaeology. It's never X marks the spot. And right, then the right. very and first thing we then, see yeah. him do is yeah, X, X marks, marks the spot. spot. And he even says it like that. Right. Ah, X marks yeah. the spot. It was good. But yeah, no, uh, the, the fireplace scene is probably uh, my favorite scene, actually. With them tied together... And uh, he's like, get my lucky lighter out. And like, he's having this heart to heart with his dad. And his dad's fidgeting with that lighter to the point where he lights the floor on fire. And he goes, I, I lit the floor on fire. And yeah. Like, and they do that, that thing where they both look the wrong way trying to move. Uh -huh. I don't know. The comedy there is great. Yeah. I yeah. love that scene. You're right. Anyway. Um, well, you mentioned, the, you mentioned the boat scene. Yeah. And one of my favorite lines in the movie is Harrison Ford lets the boat go and he walks off screen and John Connery's like, what about the boat? <laughs> what about I'm the, boat? On the boat? <laughs> <laughs> what else? Did uh, you, it's uh, just little things like that. And the, 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 the interaction between Sean Connery and uh, Harrison Ford is uh, I, my dad is 95. I'm 52. I'm, I'm older. I'm older than you guys. So we are from a different generation. And I appreciated is when they were talking about archaeology, you know, talking about finding, 
you know, finding the shield, finding mm. the second marker. And that was their way of that's that was their way of bonding. They they, yeah. they weren't it's not like today where they're hugging and kiss. And that's how it is with my dad. You know, my me and my dad will bond, we'll talk about sports. <laughs> and it may not seem like anything, but it's everything. Yeah. And that's how it was with that. You know, it's they they were they weren't saying how much they loved each other. But when they were talking about the archaeology, talking about going on the adventure, it may not have meant anything in the big scheme, but it was love between them. And I identified with that being from a different generation. I mean, that's uh, about how you interacted with your parents, especially yeah, your dad. I, I totally, I totally agree with that because that's how I am with my dad. It's uh, always about like taxes and finance and people doing things wrong, and we'll both like go back and forth on like well th you just write this off and like, yeah but they're just dumb and like and right. we get into it like together on that just that same way that they do in that and then it's like that's over now what oh well i watched this show <laughs> 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 but yeah no i i see what you mean yeah the the relationship mm -hmm. feels real it feels lived in every I, I think all the characters in this movie everything feels this whole world is lived in even like the little parts of it you know like like the 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 hit them coming out of the sewer in the middle of France and right. everybody freaking out. That was and a cool shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or and I love the you know, the tacky joke, but when he uh when he throws the German guy off the thing and he says no ticket and then yeah. everybody produces right, their ticket right, immediately. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's all great. That that Zeppelin scene was probably my, my favorite part of the movie. Uh I literally like jaw to the floor when they were like oh i got two tickets on the first flight out and then they panned to this <laughs> yeah ass. yeah i yeah. was like no way well i, I thought <laughs> i was a, so cool i was afraid for a second that they they were gonna be like it's on the, the hindenburg. hindenburg yeah and i was like oh come on but <laughs> then but then um you know thankfully they didn't do that also probably the, the years probably don't matter Timing, but yeah. also do all uh, blimps have a fucking plane in the bottom of them most to of them, escape. A lot of them do. It's not for escape. It's for uh, like I read about this. It's it's because you know, blimp rides are long, especially yeah. where they were. So like it would be to like fly off and get mail and stuff. Yeah, and 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 other cargo and things that they would need later on. Huh. What I don't know about the blimp is why the blimp took off when everybody's luggage was still just sitting there next to it. Right. Right. Is, like, is there a second blimp? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the luggage blimp. Yeah, the luggage. There's a there. Yeah, there's a uh, there's that. There's nah, I got nothing. Anyway, um, there. Um, yeah, that whole scene was really nice. The, him and uh, Harris or uh, what's his name, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. I felt really started to come into their own together. Yeah, uh, working together in that scene, uh, and. Um, you know, I even I even didn't mind the no ticket thing, but I did pick up on a and we'll go into this. Uh, we'll go ahead and go into this segment here. Uh, picked up a uh, a fucking uh, goof. I picked up a goof uh, from uh, Spielberg himself when they were um, flying the plane mm -hmm. and uh, what's his name gets on the gun. Yeah. Connery gets on the gun. He shoots his tail out. And the very next shot, tails intact. Fuck you, Spielberg. You suck. 
<laughs> no continuity. Continuity goo. I think that actually might be my my favorite joke though is when he shoots the tail and he turns around to, he gets Indy's attention he goes they got us son. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. He did it not them. Yeah. But I noticed that it was a very oh, big uh continuity error. Yeah. Uh, for for something this size. Oh, I, Scott I apparently did Scott, not like I, that. Scott <laughs> will not tolerate talking shit about Spielberg. He is he is out of he here. is he's, out of here. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, he's he's look. He's I, I tell to, it like it is. Uh, okay, I, I tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, uh, let's talk about the uh, uh. the final scene, basically. With yes. uh, the knight, the Grail Knight. Uh-huh. Um, I. Oh wait, 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 wait! Before we talk about that, can we talk about the, just at the end of the 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 chase scene in the desert where the tank goes off the edge of the cliff? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Okay. That's that was such that was the moment. Obviously, it really just landed for me when you know. Obviously, you think Indiana Jones has died. Yeah. Again. Uh, and he's, you know, gone off this cliff and Sean Connor just takes this moment and it's just like, you know, it would have taken five minutes to tell him everything. And I told him nothing. And it was just like, ah, crushed me. I was just like, I felt so bad for him in that moment. And then of course the reveal that he's not dead. Uh, but I just thought in that moment from the rest of that movie on, I was just really sold on Sean Connery and Harrison Ford as a father son. And I love, I love how they play that joke too. Where, like, you know, we're watching this Indiana Jones movie. We know he didn't go off the cliff. We know he's not dead. So they they have that moment. It's a beautiful moment. And then it pans back, and they're still crying, looking over the cliff. And we see Indy, like, pull his ass up. He doesn't even, like, think about He's not like, nobody's helping me. He just does it himself. And he walks over there looking. And they're all looking down. Like, and he just looks down, too, just like, and his face is just like, shit that's a long way down like that looks bad yeah then they all look at him oh shit he's alive. right it's just a great great moment too yeah you know you feel like you've seen this bit before where the character would have said something he would have been like oh what's everyone looking at or yeah something like that but yeah. the fact that he didn't say anything at all and it was played so quietly and then the music comes in right as sean connery realizes yeah it's just like wow that was a quiet moment and it was for the rest of the movie being so big and loud uh it was very tender and nice and i, I enjoyed that very much so I felt like it was a little slow. I felt it could have been I faster, but it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, well, I did, yeah, I'm being yeah. serious. I I thought they kind of took their a little bit too long. Yeah, but that. they earned it at this point. Yeah, you they know, did it. they though? Yeah, they did. Did they? He can't um, even. He can't now, even, he can't even so. keep his continuity straight with the fucking tail on the plane. So sorry, Scott. Son of a bitch. <laughs> sorry, Scott. <laughs> let's get into the. <laughs> let's get into the Grail sequence here. Um I love the scene, uh, you know, the picking of the cup, and uh, I mean, are, are y'all familiar with that meme of, uh, you know, you chose poorly? I've seen that pop up. Not, I mean, I guess this was about. Oh yeah. my god, dude! All the time. Okay, that fucking. Okay, yeah, go. That part though. Go for it. Yeah, talk. Well, about it. it was just like that line, dude. I was like, you chose, you asshole. Poorly. Like, what the. F- obviously yeah so obvious you know <laughs> although that effect is like i think you know everybody remembers the melting face in uh raiders oh this Dark, one was way cooler. but this was way, way cooler. cooler yeah and like it's done in that in that neat way of just like 
He takes the first sip and it cuts back and he's just a little older. And then he turns around and he's a little older. And then the the decomposing, I guess it's stop motion or something. Yeah, is almost time right. lapse. You right, know, right, right. The way it's yeah, done, I really yeah. like this one and I like that they you know and he fucking it felt turns like it, to dust. It felt like yeah, and it felt like um like um uh well not homage to their own thing, but it felt like they were like. Man, it's can't be an Indiana Jones movie without someone's fucking face melting. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, and it, that was really cool, man. And it looked great. Great practicals. Loved it. Now, something I didn't pick Loved up it. on. Something I didn't pick up on. I've seen this movie probably 50, 60 times. And I didn't pick up on it until this time that she knew that wasn't the grail. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't. Yeah, what? I didn't what do you mean you didn't, you, didn't, well, you didn't pick up on that when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. or right. the last time I watched this, which probably was fifteen years ago. So, but uh, yeah, Uh-oh. she knew it was the Grail, <laughs> right? That, or it wasn't the Grail. Which Dude, she, she gave hit it him, him with a fatality. Oh, you know? nice. Um, it, but what's funny though is this guy tells you you drink from the wrong cup, you're fucking dead, and that guy goes into it. With just he balls just, out, gulp, yeah. Gulp, and, he goes, <laughs> and like he like doubles down. He goes, "Yes, this yeah. is a cup of know. king and of there's kings." Like, there's like twenty cups, <laughs> and like it looks exactly like it. Also, you look at the bottom of it, and it's got like a nut in the bottom, which wouldn't have even been around in the forties. I'm just saying. Yeah. So like that cup was definitely not Jesus's. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And I even thought that Indy was a little too. Yeah. He was you know, a little. Uh, faire with his ch- with his choice. I mean, even though he was what a little more. What are you more, gonna do? He was a little more knowledgeable. You can't. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. He doesn't have to drink from it. Well, he was gonna drink from it before he. Went well, what are you gonna drink- do? Yeah, he had to drink from it before he went and gave it to his dad because no, he doesn't want to kill his dad. Not me. Sorry, dad. <laughs> Sorry, dad. But I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do my best guess and then go. Hope this works. Here you go. <laughs> you know, that's it. You guys, I mean, like, I why? Why would you do that and be like, "Well, there's only one way to find out." Gulp. I mean, that's true, but he well, and we also like- we also learned that you could heal something by pouring it on there. So, like, if you had, like, maybe just like give yourself a little scratch, pour it on there. Then would like, you still, or would the arm or just the fall, arm off? fall off? <laughs> yeah. You just get gangrene. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how COVID started. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody poured <laughs> poured the wrong thing. No, well, my dad. My dad watches this, so I will say, no, dad. Of course, I would. I would drink it myself before I gave it to you. I love you. Wink. Oh, come on, Bryce. You, you know your dad's not watching this. He's actually the only person <laughs> that does. Not, if, yeah, if your dad's watching yeah. this, we all need to show our asses. Yeah, yeah go for well, it. Speaking yeah. Of, well, I don't know if you notice this. It's very, very subtle. It's very, very small. Uh, when Indy has a cut on his lip, and when he drinks from the grail, it's it gone. It goes away, yeah. And I don't know if they did that on purpose. Another, I don't know if they did it on purpose or it was just a, another makeup. Mishap, I think it was, if you uh, look at it, he's got a cut on his lip. I think it was another continuity error that uh, Spielberg just got away with this time. You know, it was That's a con- it was a continuity. What's the opposite of an error? A continuity. A continuity. It's continuity. It's, it's just continuity. continuity. It's continuity. Yeah. Yeah. It's just good continuity. Yeah. Uh, I will say I this: was confused what, about something. What happened to the bullet in his belly? Yeah, he pours the. Is that what you were just about to say, Miguel? Uh, no, that was. Oh. I mean, I would have eventually gotten to that, but yeah, it's, I mean, I'm confused about how the water works. Yeah. Okay. Or, so go ahead. What What were you gonna say? I I'm, I might have misunderstood. I thought he was saying something about it turning you immortal for a second, and so I was like, "Whoa, is Indy about to like live forever because of this shit?" He does. Because uh, that he, guy said, "Dude, yeah, that's what I was wondering." Well, is that he guy immortal? Is immortal. Yeah, he says that. But seven hundred years he's been there. Yeah, but he said 
that uh, the immortality comes with a cost, and uh, it the you know you you can't pass the seal. Once you pass the seal, you're no longer immortal. Immortal. Or and the the you know the Grail obviously can't pass. So you have to stay. You have to bomb around in that Got hole it. the whole time. Yeah, that makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. But okay. they do uh, say that there's lingering effects because uh, you can survive a nuclear blast in nothing but a fridge. If you have drank out of the cup. Oh. See? Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that moment's a little more believable now, huh? Yeah. Did they have fridges back then? Mm-hmm. In the fifties when uh, This is nineteen thirty eight. Yeah, but the Crystal Skull takes place in the fifties. Oh. Dude, see, here's another thing he could have done. Instead I of it, drinking it himself, oh, yeah, he could have just made that. the Fraulein drink it. Yeah. He was making Indiana Jones drink it. Yeah. He could have just made I mean well, she yeah. fucking she boned his dad. Be like, no, you bone my dad. You drink the, from the cup, you know, lady. <laughs> yeah, but then he didn't want her being in it. Yeah, nobody wants an immortal Nazi. That's what we're trying to stop here. Mm, oh, that's, that's true. He, yeah, that's true. All right, yeah. well, whatever. I guess th- there is no other way. You're right, guys. Yeah. Okay, I'll go fuck myself. Okay, <laughs> but uh, you know, I wonder, like, so that uh, that old uh, Grail Knight, he's still bombing around in that place. Like, he is immortal. So now he's like immortal and covered in sand. That sucks. Yeah, I know. And also, I loved how like (laughs) the the place that the Holy Grail was in was this perfectly carved home in stone as if no one would walk by that and go, I wonder what's in there. Well, that's real, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, Yeah. it's uh, it's in pet. Petra, Petra Jordan. But there's nothing inside of it. It's just a big empty room. Gotcha. I have a I have a question. The the whole the, the Grail Knight did he ha- did he keep his immortality by drinking from the cup of Christ? Because if he did, he can't do that anymore because the cup of Christ is now gone. Yeah. Well, if he stays behind the seal, yeah. then he keeps his immortality. Is that yeah, the deal? The, uh, that's what I feel like they were saying. As long as you don't leave, your immortality is intact. But the immortality goes away as soon as you cross the seal just like when you take the cup across the seal it collapses the temple you know because that's what he said that's what i read out of that it. is what he said yeah and then i uh my wife was just she kept saying kill her she's the bad guy every time the, every, <laughs> after we figured out it's that true. the blonde girl was a bad guy it's true he, get her out of here yeah, he's like why don't they just shoot her there's nobody left to protect her shoot crossing her. bitch and, he, and when he catches her arm he goes why is it she shooting her i was like i don't know Probably because yeah. uh, he likes it. He likes That'd be pretty tension. great. That'd be pretty great if <laughs> she was dangling right there, reaching for the grail. He was holding her, and then he just decided to shoot her. <laughs> just, just insult the <laughs> so injury. Like, oh wait! Oh wait! By the way, pop. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bad guy. Pop. And then let's go. Or well, I know this. This uh, this question doesn't apply to Bryce uh, because he has no <laughs> heart and soul. But. <laughs> That's fair. So when, so when Sean Connery's holding Harrison Ford and he's going for the Grail and he does, he goes, Indiana, let it go. Did anybody else get a lump in their throat? Oh yeah. When it just when it when it was just there was all this chaos and then it just got he goes Indiana, India and and Bryce eyes that was actually a mean thing for me to say about no you. no 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 I apologize it's, for it's that. fair I mean look um, you're, you're not far off because I I don't. 
I, I will say I didn't get a lump in my throat because I, I don't really feel that way about these movies. I don't have that kind of an emotional attachment to them. Uh, like I said, I really feel like I missed the boat on these things. But it was a very it was a very tender moment. It was very good. I got yeah when I I got a lump in my throat. I don't know how anybody else was affected by that scene, but that gave me a lump in my throat. Well, that goes when know, I, goes, when I goes, saw that scene. It goes back to what Ed was saying about the uh, about when Sean uh, when Henry thinks that Indy is dead after the tank, and he has that like all I needed is five minutes, and he doesn't. He gives him a hug, but then moves on. He doesn't really solve the you know try to make him feel any better or anything like that after that like he doesn't take the five minutes but in that moment of whole of like trying to save his son and when he says and when he calls him indiana that is his five minutes that's all i think that's where it you know it ties back up in that way so um no absolutely obviously the relationship with his father being mended at the end that was indiana's holy grail you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh like, boy. That was the thing. Oh boy. He well, wanted the most. Oh. Yeah. And, and, you know, it goes. Do you write for Spielberg, yeah. Miguel? And it goes back. To, I do. Oh. I do. <laughs> you know, it goes back the to the cheesiest. whole thing about like you know Indiana Jones is not an archaeologist because he gives a shit about cultures and all this other stuff that he said. You know, it's like archaeology is sitting in a library reading books when he's talking to his class. Yeah. He's like, it's not X marks the spot. It's not any of this other stuff. It's not adventures. It's not the dig. It's finding out all this other stuff, and he never believes any of that. It's all about the adventure for him, and so his holy grail is the the relationship with his dad and the adventure that they had to get it. Yeah, and, and also you know? to, to piggyback on what Miguel was saying, it's almost like the adventure was uh, was its own <laughs> character in the movie. You know, it's almost like the holy grail was like its own character. You know, you can't just say that for everything. <laughs> That's what Miguel's doing. <laughs> I'm making fun of Miguel, Chase. You stay yeah, out of this. That's not what he said. You stay out of this. <laughs> it's along said. the lines. He knows what I'm talking about. Hey, I'm well, look at this. It. What? Look at this. Uh, Raiders of the Lock, the, the Ark and the Covenant gets put in Area 51. Yeah. Temple of Doom, magic stones get left in the, in the village. Last Crusade, Holy Grail gets lost. None. He, he doesn't succeed. What he he doesn't whatever it is he's looking for he doesn't come out with it. Yeah, it's 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 taken from him or he leaves it with somebody or it's lost. And so every the the thing the MacGuffin that he's going for in each movie he doesn't end up with it in any of the movies. Yeah. Well, also he it, like him as an archaeologist he's terrible because what makes <laughs> these finds valuable is <laughs> learning about them in their like natural that's like, true like yeah. figuring out point. how these uh how the temple of doom was like built by all these ancient cultures you know or the 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 fertility idol shrine like that's an ancient culture put together these mechanical things that still exist that's what needs to be studied not some little gold naked guy you yeah know? like yeah mm. indiana so, jones terrible terrible archaeologist archaeologist but yeah. hell of an adventure that's right. That's the Holy Grail, That's Miguel right. Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Well, That's let's uh, do some numbers or some shit. Anybody else got anything to say? Well, I want to ask everybody a question. Um, Bryce, you have not seen the fourth movie? Correct. Okay. Well, but this is 
how do you guys, because in the fourth movie, it opens up that in this universe that Marcus and Henry Jones have died. Yeah. Spoiler. So, so when you when you watch a, a movie trilogy or a forage, forage or whatever, <laughs> does it bother you? Like when you, because so when the three of us, well, when Ed, Chase, and I, when we're watching this movie, we know that in this world that those guys are dead. Does it does does knowing that detract from from the movie? Knowing that oh. the characters are are dead in their world, does that? Oh, I, I see that, what you're saying. Does so. that affect your? Does that affect viewing of the movie at all? Because it uh, does no. for me. No, it doesn't it, really. It does. Okay. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, what about I, you, Ed? You're saying does it detract from the fourth movie? No, the third one. No, does it detract from this oh. movie? Watching movie, knowing that. Marcus and Henry are dead. Does it detract from watching this movie, knowing that in your head? No, no. Yeah, it, I wouldn't say it, so. I mean, in in that case, it would be the same thing as like after having watched this, knowing that uh, Elsa is a bad guy the whole time does not make it a worse movie the second time I watch it. You know, or knowing that he doesn't end up with the Grail doesn't make it a worse movie. So knowing that they're dead, plus, uh, I mean. The guy who played Marcus is dead, uh, or was dead before yeah. the well, other so kids. He died of AIDS. He had AIDS right. He got AIDS right before this started filming. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Was Breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize we were getting to AIDS today. Oh man. Say. Yeah. That's the movie um, gap. I Straight to the AIDS. <laughs> I definitely, to Scott's point, I definitely saw this movie just as a trilogy. Even though I've seen the fourth one, mm-hmm. I just you know uh, it. To me, I don't really think about the fourth or whatever beyond. It's just like this was a nice contained story, and I thought it was the perfect way to to wrap up Indiana Jones. For sure, I I, I think I agree. It you know it's it's one of those things that like I don't feel like other like adding more to something can ruin what was already there. You know, it's just like like I love the Matrix. The second two quote unquote ruined the first one, but not if you just don't keep watching the second two. Like just watch the first yeah. one and enjoy it as a movie. However, it's funny because I always think of like The Hangover, and I'm like, oh, those aren't good. Those are terrible. Those aren't funny. But you watch the first one. The first one is a fucking really funny movie, and it really did get ruined by making two more. So the surprise blockbuster hit ways. of the summer. Yeah. You know? mm. And Indiana Jones before the fourth one was considered like one of the perfect trilogies. Yeah. Like some people had some gripes with the second one, but honestly, that didn't really come to my attention until like I was older. Like I didn't realize that people had been like, meh, Temple of Doom kind of thing. I just thought people loved Indiana Jones, but like compared to most trilogies, keeping in that, you know, number, like it really does end quite perfectly. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, where it's like some movies do tend to falter either on the second one or the third one, and they never be able, they're unable to like climb back out of it. Like, I mean, <laughs> Star Wars is probably the best example of that. They had three trilogies. Well, uh, Godfather, the line they fucked up. Godfather two. Godfather yeah. three. Godfather well, three right. is terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I meant God. I meant the Godfather as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two. Uh, well, yeah. and, but like Classic. the the thing about the thing Classic. about uh, the thing that I actually do like about Classic uh, Crystal Skull is that 
Crystal Skull having come out, granted it came out, you know, what, 18 years after, or whatever, 20 years after this one, um, it made it where Temple of Doom isn't the worst Indiana Jones movie. So you could just say the three good ones instead of being like, oh, Temple of, jo- Temple of Doom isn't that great. You know, because of Crystal Skull, Temple of Doom gets the respect it deserves because it's not the worst one. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't even come close. It yeah. doesn't even come uh, close. Yeah. And like, I really enjoy Temple of Doom. Yeah, and Temple of Doom is great because uh, it's also a prequel. So, like, very rarely do you get a prequel that is as good as the uh, original, you know? Or, and, Ooh, and you still didn't get one what? with this one. What are you talking about? Temple of Doom as good as... It's 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 not as good, but it's it's still Raiders good. Of the Lost it's Ark? very, very good. No. It's still a Do good Do you guys movie. agree with that? Come on. I think most prequels aren't I, good, and Temple of Doom is a solid movie. You think it's as good yeah. as the Raiders of the Lost Ark? I don't think it's as good, I but I think it's... it's pretty damn good whack oh man you know it's hard to be better than the original but this one this movie (laughs) i think this sequel is better than the original the last crusade yeah i would agree with that actually yeah Uh, this was uh spoiler alert this was my favorite of the three hands down yeah (laughs) it is yeah how is that how is that a spoiler alert well you know i usually i give my rating at the end of the episode but i couldn't hold on that's right i'm sorry Yeah. yeah 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 I couldn't hold on to it anymore. I was, All right, I was well, waiting to say um, that. In that case, how about we get right into the, the ratings? Is everybody ready? Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Miguel, we will sure. start with you since this was uh, right. new to you. Uh, so I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I liked it better than Temple of Doom, and I liked Temple of Doom better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that's in just wow. the general order of Indiana wow. Jones movies. That's how I that's how oh, I wow. view them now. But uh, as far as my rating for this movie, out of ten items that belong in a museum, <laughs> I'd nice. probably go a ten out of ten. Like I said, best movie what? of the Indiana Jones. I enjoyed this one. Awesome. You give this a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Here I am. This is outrageous. It really is. <laughs> wow. I had a great time. Would watch again. Excuse. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, obviously, uh, if we're going with the uh, worth it or worse shit, that makes it a worth it. So yeah. Um, all right, uh, Scott, you're next. I will give this. I'm going to give this nine camels out of ten. I said no camels. That's nine camels. <laughs> Compensation for my brother-in-law's car. So, <laughs> I love that they brought Dang. Sala back. Uh, Yes, uh, I write uh, this. Mine, mine goes this. Uh, Last Crusade, Raiders of Lost Ark, Temple of Doom. That's my rating. I enjoyed this movie better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Spielberg said this was his favorite. I well, mean, I we're not I, asking Spielberg's rating. General, okay, so. that's the general consensus. But then again, you know, there's a lot that uh, Raiders has. That's you know, I mean, it's set up all the iconic. So there's a lot of people that are going to think it's. Yeah, that have that one as the number one, but I, I, I too think this is my favorite, or this one is my favorite. So, so you're just gonna right. step over it, Ed? No, okay. I have I'm just agreeing. I all don't right. rate. No, I'm it's just, fine. I'm just talking throughout. Well, it's okay. Ed, come on, Chaz. Yeah, sorry. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I got like a battery warning. Um. Okay. Uh. So mm-hmm. out of uh ten, uh, potential holy grails that. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
misleading in every way. <laughs> um, I would give this one a solid nine. Wow. I I would not. Outrageous. It's but it's not my favorite of the three. Raiders is my favorite. Uh, I think the action in that one just constantly surpasses any of the other action in the uh, throughout the rest of the series, uh, and it's such like a incredible introduction to the character. And while this one had great interactions, uh, sometimes I don't know. Uh, like it's all good. It's all good. Uh, it's just. I, I prefer Raiders. You can't argue with a nine. You can't argue with yeah. a nine. Yeah, well, nine and I is think, Raiders. And I, like I said, this was to me the perfect ending to the trilogy. It wrapped it up perfectly. But there are a lot of similarities to Raiders. There are a lot of uh, parallels from this to the Raiders, where I think after the Temple of Doom, they clearly went back to uh, a lot of the the formula of the original movie. Um, well, and so, they, and I think I think that pulls it back a little bit. They added um, things in that uh, were cut from uh, yeah. the other ones. Like there was supposed to be a dog fight in the second one, and they put it in this one. Uh, there was supposed to be uh, like an assistant, uh, like some scholarly assistant that was with him the whole time during Raiders, and they cut it and they put it in this one as his dad. You know. So there's a bunch of bunch of little things like that. But I think really what it comes down to is this movie is more character-driven throughout the action sequences, whereas Raiders of the Lost Ark is a purely action movie with some good characters, like you were saying. So like if you're going for an action film, then it is Raiders of the Lost Ark. And if you like if you saw this one first, there's a lot that you're missing about the Indiana Jones character, you know? So like it, it definitely is the third of of a series. So even so, though it does have the beginning, like you see where he came from, but you wouldn't get that scene the way you're supposed to get that scene if you hadn't seen the other ones. You know, hmm. like that scene is more answering questions of where did he first get a fear of snake? Where did he get that cut on his chin? Where did uh, he you know get a bull whip? All that kind of stuff. So, hmm. but yeah, all right, Bryce, it's down Thank to you. you. Sorry, Edward. Sorry, I would make an argument that Raiders also has the best female lead still. Oh, oh, yeah. You like Marion? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, uh, you know, that makes sense with his character too. Uh, but they kind of cut all the the fact that that was her dad out until Crystal Skull. Anyway, you know, whatever. But I, uh, I don't know. I like Elsa. I know she's a bad guy, but I like her a lot. I like her too. She's way, but we we can all agree that the worst of the female companions is Temple of Doom lady. Kate Castle. Yeah. Yeah. That's Spielberg's wife, you know. Well, fuck her. Did y'all know that? Spielberg. Ed? Miguel? Yes. We learned about this on the Dan Aykroyd podcast. (laughs) Which you guys should all be. Which you can catch every week. Streaming everywhere you get pods. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, I out of uh, ten um, magic cabooses, I give this one. <laughs> I give this one a solid. And now, now, fucking just hold on, fanboys, and hear me out. This is actually a very good rating for this movie from me. Okay, I give it a solid seven point five magic cabooses. Okay, 
That seems that seems pretty strong yeah, for that's, Bryce. That's right on. Because I don't care about these fucking movies at all. And yeah. I will never watch them again. Okay. But this one is definitely my favorite out of all three of them. Held my attention the most for whatever reason. Um and I, if I had to rank the three of them, it would be this one, Raiders, and then Temple of Doom. Uh, and then that's my fucking ranking. Okay. Thank you. There you go. <clears throat> so, uh, worth it or worse shit? <sighs> it's worth it, but then you gotta watch the whole, the whole fucking trilogy. So. Yeah. But, dude, for a third movie, though, in a trilogy, this is one of the best... Absolutely. endings of a trilogy in any in trilogy history like they really did a really good job mm-hmm. of um of you know letting them literally ride off in the fucking sunset well and know? i like i like how this set like as a trilogy of movies they're each individual there's no overarching story yeah you know, that had right. to like be right. like we didn't even know about his dad yeah until this one you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah. The first one, he's like, oh, I really wish I could make up with my dad or reconnect with my dad. And then yeah. this one, we get it, you know. So it's 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 its own film in itself, and it's in part of this trilogy yeah. that altogether makes a cool story about this one dude. Yeah, absolutely. So. I thought they just did a really good job with it. Um, and it's just a good movie. I just, like I said, guys, you know, I know there's plenty of people listening right now. There's thousands of people listening, millions even, listening right now. Going, but I loved Indiana Jones. I loved Indiana Jones when I was a kid. Listen, I missed yeah. the boat on that. Okay, it is what it is. Which is weird because Miguel, Miguel loves it, well, and he you know. missed the again. He missed the boat. I'm I guess years old. Again, right? <laughs> um, but I don't know. It. I don't know. For me, I'm just of not into that. Know. I'm not into that type of movie anymore. Yeah, you, well, know, you were never all. into that type of movie. You that's why he's not the boat. listening. Right. What? Who? You know who's not listening? Bryce's dad. <laughs> Look, he says he does, Scott. I, I tend to believe him, okay? If he comments, we'll know. Yeah, that's this is right. The end of the episode. That's right. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's it for uh, my right. ranking. Well, I got some numbers for you. Uh, this had an estimated budget of $48 million. Opening weekend, it was uh, Memorial Day. Uh, I know that because the tagline to this movie was, uh, hold on, where was I found it the other day. It was, yeah, he's back in an all new adventure, Memorial Day, 1989. That was the tagline. Yeah. Fire that guy. Yeah. Laziest motherfucker. Well, this one, this one was better. Have the adventure of your life. Keeping up with the Joneses. Oh, boy. Getting, no. getting witty with it. Yeah. Getting oh. witty with it. No, 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 no. I don't know. Nah. That might not be as bad as the man with the hat is back, and this time he's bringing <laughs> his dad. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the one I knew. That's the one I remember. That's the one I remember. So the one bringing his dad. That is so useless. That's what I remember. Yeah, this time he's back. The man in the hat is back, and he's bringing his dad. It's I just amazing. like I just like knowing who decided that Indiana Jones was the man with yeah, the hat. Yeah, right, right, right. Never called him that once no. in the rest of the fucking trilogy. Now suddenly he is. Oh, and he's bringing his dad. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, what well, right, was so- the tagline for Temple of Doom? It was like the guy in the hat is back, and he. Brought an annoying companion. Yeah. 
<laughs> the man in the hat is back, and he has and a his- racist uh, stereotype of a companion with him. I was talking about uh, I was talking about Willie. The oh woman, yeah, well, she's but, annoying too. Yeah, so is yeah. so is Bryce. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh wow, Willie tag- really was so racist in that movie. The the taglines for Tibble of Doom were the hero is back. No, I okay. Trust him. That was another one. And uh, if adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. Oh, that's actually but, a kind of a good one. But bad, the yeah. last tagline, the last tagline is the man in the hat is back. Oh, no. With an ellipsis. So that makes sense. Oh, that so the, last the same one, guy wrote the, yeah. wrote the one with, with, his, the, dad. with his dad. <laughs> this yeah. time with yeah. his dad. Yeah. All right. Ah, so we, you learned something. I did not uh, think that was one. All right. Uh, so opening weekend, what is the box office numbers? Guesses. I'm going to guess 50 million. All right. Ed. Uh, if the, if the budget was 45, 48, I would guess like 48. 30, 48. Sorry. Uh, I'd say 30 million opening weekend. Okay. Uh, Ed, uh, you already said it. So I'm going <laughs> to ask, uh, Miguel, <laughs> you like that cover? <laughs> Good. That was really good, Chase. Yeah, you, you're so good at improv. Has anyone ever told well, you? It's like that? I said on the last episode. I'm really good at like committing to stumbling through something. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we fucking know it, Chase? All right. <laughs> In a surprising turn of events. <laughs> oh God. Uh, budget. I mean, if you said the budget was 45, 48. I'll say something like or whatever. Uh, I'll say 25 million. <laughs> Opening weekend. 25, 30, you had 50? 50. All right. And uh, Scott? Well, since you said the budget was 45 million. 48. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, let's see, um, 33 million. All right. Um, If we're going prices right, then uh wait miguel how much did you say again uh 25 miguel's right if we're going if we're going just who's closest it's ed because it was 29.35 million whoa oh i won that's just a a difficult way of saying i won i was right (laughs) well no well price is right rules you lost ed we're not playing the price you blew it all right all right, so who uh, who wants to take a stab at the actual gross, the overall box office gross? Worldwide? No. Or domestic? Uh, domestic. Domestic and worldwide. Why don't we give them both at the same time? Oh, my God. So many numbers. Just give them both uh, at the same time. All right, I'm going to say domestic, um, $110 million. Worldwide, 168 Okay, so it made $50 million worldwide? For the rest of the world, yeah. Okay, wow. I'll say... Look, uh, I don't fucking care i don't know why anyone else would that's it you know yeah okay i'm gonna go nice i'm gonna go nice round numbers i'm gonna say oh fuck sorry miguel fucking tom cruise (laughs) if i see him do it again (laughs) all right uh, he was outrageous. So it really is. I would say I'm just gonna throw out a round number. Uh, domestic 100 million, 
200 million worldwide. All tour. right. Ed? Uh, I'm thinking similar numbers, maybe 150 domestic, and then like 350. We can hear you guys whispering. <laughs> what do you want to hear? Nothing. We can see you whispering. We can see you whispering. Yeah, but they can't hear it. <laughs> well, Chase, let's have yes, we can hear you. <laughs> oh my god! All right. uh, three hundred and fifty worldwide. All right, and uh, Scott, anything? I'm going with one hundred and sixty-eight domestic, two hundred and three worldwide. Okay, well, y'all are all way off on the worldwide. I won. It was four hundred and seventy-four million. I was so close. Whoa! Wow! Four hundred and seventy-four point one. I forgot Uh, about the Chinese market. Yeah, I mean that's probably got to be what it is. I mean that's huge. That's oh, that's more than double the domestic gross. The domestic gross was only one hundred and ninety-seven million. Damn! I was over. I was under on the domestic gross. You're under. I said under. Well, I yeah. said over, then I said under. Oh, yeah, yeah. But how the fuck does it make $29 million in the opening weekend and then just whew, fucking make that much? Well, movies stayed out a lot longer back then, too. I guess the opening weekend wasn't as big of a thing yet. Well, they, uh, the ticket prices were probably half of what they are now. Right. I bet they were not like seven much, or eight, maybe not even seven or not eight Not as much competition either, probably. Yeah, that's true. Like, that was probably like one of, I think, probably one of the highest grossing movies that year, right? Um, yeah, because I know that this came out in the same summer as uh, Burton's Batman. My birth. Uh, your birth. Um, but uh, like Indiana Jones and Batman and uh, the Weird Al movie UHF. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, this was like that one of the biggest Weird one Al. of the biggest summers of all time. And UHF. And, and Indiana Jones battling it out yeah. in the box office. But yeah, no, I think this was this was uh, a huge, huge summer. So it, but it did make uh, a lot of money. So hmm. I don't have that list, but you know, who cares? Damn. All right, so uh, that pretty much wraps it up. We've done the recast on Indiana Jones enough. Uh, unless somebody we, wants to throw one out there, we, we you, touched you on have. it earlier. You I mean, know. it's so hard become... to have to recast it. I know, Ed, you yeah. usually come ready, so if you got something, I'll take it. No, because like I feel we did, like you said, we did last time, yeah. or, um, and it's just it, it's not worth doing. And on top of that, you've got Sean Connery as his dad. It's so hard to replace him. It's yeah. so hard to replace such an iconic duo. I couldn't so, do it. Yeah, I, I won't tackle it this week, but um, best be sure. I'll have a casting for for you next time. Hmm. If there because is because I, I feel like I would probably use the same actor again that I suggested last time. Is mm-hmm. Roger Moore still alive? No, he's dead. What about Timothy Dalton? No, we'd have to go with Timothy. We would have to go with Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton's yeah. alive. All right, so then it would be or, Oscar or Isaac's, Brosnan. Oscar Isaac's, and Timothy Dalton. Actually, oh, Pierce Brosnan would be better. Yeah, yeah, Pierce Brosnan would be the right. So then, age. there. That's the recast right there. Nah, Timothy Dalton would be great. Okay. Okay. Fine, Ed. Okay. Okay. We get it. You're British. You're, you're British. <laughs> yeah. Piss Brosnan is Irish. Oh, is he? Oh, and George okay. Dalton. George Lazenby. You're telling me George Lazenby. Problem with the Irish? <laughs> oh yeah, George Lazenby. Well, he's Australian. Wow. Yeah, he's Australian. Yeah. He had an Australian Bond. 
Yeah, everything but English, pretty much, apart from Daniel Craig. Shit. Timothy oh. Dalton oh, is Timothy technically Dalton. Welsh. Oh, well, okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, okay. Crosses some lines yeah, okay, here. here we go. Uh, yeah, right, literally borderlines, because Wales is a different country. But whatever. We're getting it. <laughs> Ed's over here fucking schooling us on the boundaries of the UK and shit. <laughs> I love it. Right. This is why we have you on. Well, it's been a great show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I should not give you the power of having that sound sound drop. Um, but uh, that wraps it up here. Um, you know, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe. Um, what else? Uh, you got anything, Bryce? Yeah, the, I mean, uh, everything is at the movie gap. And of course, you got to follow, uh, go follow uh, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, yep. the Charles Bronson, Burt Reynolds podcast, or it might be reverse. I apologize, Scott. Yes. Actually, you go ahead and plug it. Well, yes. So I have the Charles Bronson and Burt Reynolds podcast. And please check out the, if you want to check out the episodes, Electric Boogaloo and Death Wish. I have Br- uh, Bryce and Chase on those. Very and true. then I have the Dan Aykroyd podcast. And check out Temple of Doom and Christmas of the Cranks because I have Miguel and Eddie on those. So I've had all you guys on my on my podcast. So check us out. Uh, it just check out all of them. But if you're you're you want to see how these guys interact uh, on a different podcast, then you can check those out. It's true. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Ed, Miguel, do y'all have anything that you want to plug? Uh, nope. You can- me on Instagram, the Movie Gap, and the Dan Aykroyd podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ed. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, that wraps it up here, and we will see you next time. Until then, non Got a terrific penis. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>